0: hello and welcome to episode 197 of ncp my name is david with me for this episode i have crystal
1: hello and bo is it really 197
0: it is really 197
1: oh my god this 200 is going so fast
0: yeah it's uh it's only a few episodes away there's my math for you 200 minus 197 is a few it's
1: (laughs) so so 198 will not have me right
0: yeah, no 198 is uh, the, the the other crew, and then 199 is you, and then 200, which
1: is everybody. Oh wow! <laughs> the reality is like setting in right now. Like I didn't realize we were already that close.
0: Yeah, it's yep. pretty it's pretty close.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> All right, so for this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about one of the the, the hot topics of the day. Uh, just a couple of days ago, Captain America. Yes, indeed. Captain America, Steve Rogers, issue one came out and uh, has uh, uh, the, the last panel uh, controversy. Now we are going to spoil it because if you are if you are on a, a news item on USA Today, then uh, it's not really spoiling. I mean, it's it's well, it's it's uh, worldwide news, not just nerd news.
2: You either care or you don't, and if you don't want to know forward about 20 minutes maybe
0: no don't say that <laughs> you'll miss out the episode uh then uh, the other and also involving Captain America there's a, a bit of a Twitter campaign going on at the moment uh we a good old cap so we'll talk about that as well uh there was a uh, Facebook post that I responded to uh with uh, a lady from the Legion of Leia website who uh had umbrage with the uh, a, a billboard for X Men Apocalypse that she saw, that she was
2: nice uh, turn of phrase. She took umbrage. She took umbrage. I like it.
0: There you go. Is, I'm trying to edu- edumacate <laughs> as well as entertain. And uh, yeah, I was. I uh, not only did I disagree with her article, but uh, I felt the need to post on there and uh, got some reviews. the The aforementioned X Men Apocalypse. See, so yeah, four mentions as well. I'm, I'm bringing out all the big words. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to review that. And uh, since I'm the only person in the room that's actually seen it, it's going to be me talking a lot. So I apologize. Um, and I'm also going to be uh, having a very brief review of London Has Fallen. It's what, uh, I'll give you a, a bit of a preview to my London Has Fallen review. It's shit. <laughs> then we're going to do some Azerothian times. and Because uh, there's been a couple of things happening with Azerothian times. And uh, we'll finish up coming soon. Does that sound good?
2: Sounds does that sound like a tasty episode? It sounds like a plan.
0: Does that whet your appetite for, for more NCP?
2: Maybe. It does. About. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tasty little morsel.
0: <laughs> Crystal's just the entire episode just sat there just with this look on her face at me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: so, like, what, the, what drugs are you on, Sam? <laughs> I took my insulin this morning. Who I'm is all this good?
2: man, and what have you done with my husband?
1: <laughs> I, have, uh, I have something interesting going on tomorrow. Heavy. A friend of mine does a web series, or he actually just got his Kickstarter funded for a web series, and um, I I get to play an angry boss of the main character tomorrow morning. Cool. Yeah, and I uh, I I haven't memorized my lines yet. I uh, maybe maybe we should try them together. I can send you guys the script, and we can try the try the lines. (laughs)
0: All right, that'd be awesome. We will will like rehearse your scene for tomorrow. Lines. (laughs) All right. The all right. Send them send to, send 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 to Crystal.
1: I'm sending them to you now. <laughs> all
0: right, cool. So, so he's done a. So it's a web, a comedy web series.
1: Yes. Uh. Yeah. It's called Unsuper, which I looked. I, they don't have anything posted yet. Like I think I might be helping film the first episode tomorrow. I'm not sure. Hmm. Or if cool. he's like filming them in advance and he's going to release them all at once or or over time. I'm not sure what his plan is, but the guy making it his. Uh, his name's Micah, and he uh so far everything he's made like uh you know you know visually has been has been fantastic so i trust that it's actually going to be you know of of high quality but um it's called unsuper and it's like um it kind of reminds me of powers Mm. it's like a story about but it's a comedy uh more than powers was um it's like a story about like this is a world where superheroes are like an everyday occurrence they're you know they're they're part of the norm and um, it follows like a uh, sort of like Peter Parker style mild, you know, he, like your every man superhero that is, you know, trying to, uh, you know, fight crime and do good. But this guy, like, also has to, like, go to work and deal with his angry boss who is angry that uh, he damaged uh, company property in his crime fighting. And so that's, I'm playing the angry angry boss in this particular scene. Um, and, you're
0: filming, so- and you're filming tomorrow? Yeah, it sounds like a morning. pretty big role. You haven't even read your lines yet.
1: No, I only got like five lines. Oh, okay, right here.
0: This yeah, actually, a, this you said this is on Kickstarter, right? This actually sounds very familiar to me. I think I actually saw the Kickstarter campaign.
1: Uh, probably, and, and it's been going on like we, I, we talked about it on on uh, ECN like two years ago. Like it's been, he's been in the works with this for for quite a while, cool. and he's cool. ju- he's just now like to like the filming stages.
0: All right, well, uh, you send through those lines, and uh, we'll, we'll do it as a segment for sure. And, uh, right. yeah, everybody everybody listening, check it out. I'm super.
1: Like, I've read my lines. I just haven't I haven't actually, like, right. practiced yeah. them, and I haven't figured out how – I haven't memorized them, and I haven't figured out how I'm going to deliver them. He wants it to be kind of like a J. Jonah Jameson kind of thing, like gotcha. where I'm just, like, angry at Peter Parker, you know, <laughs> and over the top, you know?
0: All right, well, do you want to do that before we have the, the discussion stuff, or do you, want to do, do you want to do it first?
1: That's uh, 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 you. Uh, I just. said well, we're, we're
0: we're already talking about it, so we might as well do it now. All right, all right. Impromptu impromptu section section of the of the show. I like it. I'm very intrigued. So is yeah, it is gonna, it a male or female? Uh, There's the, a the, the, the person reading the lines with you. Is that a male or female character?
1: Male character.
0: Okay. Well, does I, it not matter
1: know. in this day and age? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I assume I, I assume he is a male character.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. So your Norm's boss, obviously.
1: Yeah, I'm Norm's boss. Yeah, Chris, Chris uh, will read the intro
0: and get set the scene, and then we'll okay. read the actual lines. Okay.
1: All right.
2: Okay. So, okay, so setting the scene.
1: I'm trying to channel my inner J.J. J., J. Jonah Jameson.
2: <laughs> you were going to say J.J. Abrams. Weren't
1: you? <laughs> I was going to say J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I was about to time travel this bitch all over the place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lens flare. <laughs> okay, so Norm sits at his desk fretting over a computer screen in the. In the background, a female news announcer can be heard on the TV. As she speaks, Norm rolls his eyes and acts exasperated. At the corner of East North Street, where just hours ago, Captain Ultimate and woman struck a fatal blow to Destructo, who certainly lived up to his name. As you can see, there are lots of exterior damage to the surrounding buildings. Norm snaps to look at the TV screen and slumps his shoulder into feet. But we're receiving reports that there are no fatalities thanks to our amazing heroes, our city's guardian angels, Captain Ultimate, and Alastawoman. Norm! (laughs) Norm jumps, startled, and looks up to his doorway, uh, where Norm's bosses suddenly appeared. Tell me that's not one of our buildings! Norm looks down at his computer and hits a few keys.
0: Actually, it was two of our buildings.
2: Damn it, Norm! I thought I told you not to...
1: (laughs) God damn it, this is hard. Take two. Alright. Damn it, Norm, I thought I told you not to accept property insurance for any of those buildings downtown. I thought I made that explicitly clear. Uh, well, sir, these are not technically downtown. Do I look like I give a flying freaks about technicalities? These super battles are bleeding us dry! (laughs) And until the government... (laughs) <laughs> recategorize these things you do not accept one single business with a 20 mile radius of downtown but sir <laughs> that's
0: the majority of businesses in the entire city
1: <laughs> i think i'm too angry i think i need to like tone it down no
0: i, I think it's i think it's good think no. you just got to stop laughing you're trying to be angry <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah this is why i'm laughing because it's like literally the first time i read any of this I'll I'll be more natural by tomorrow. I'll read it again after we do the show. Uh, (laughs) No no.
2: more.
0: (laughs) Wait, we we missed Crystal's bit.
2: Norm's boss screams in frustration and throws a bunch of papers off his desks and up into the air.
1: All right, maybe you can hear this.
2: No more.
1: (laughs) 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 And start assessing how we can drop the ones we have. They're killing us! Killing us, Norm. We—that reminds me of uh, George. Like <laughs> killing us, Jerry. <laughs> like George is getting upset. Well, then
0: just just play it like George. Yeah, do George up. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, basically, George, just be George instead of JJ Abrams. <laughs> that's
1: that's really good. That's really good. Right. They're killing yeah. us! Killing us, Norm. We won't be here in two months at this rate.
2: <laughs> Norm's boss. Norm's boss. Oh,
0: I lost it. Oh, I lost it. You suck. <laughs> All right, doesn't matter. That's right. It went off the and in scene, Norm's boss storms out, <laughs> <laughs> Norm is upset. All
1: right, so I yeah, I, was- I think I think you're right. I think I need to take this from the approach of uh, of uh, doing trying to do my own. Um, george yeah i need to try to do a george this is the summer of george
0: yeah try try to do a a non-funny george you
2: need to just need to it
0: yeah costanza it exactly
1: (laughs) well it needs. it it, i think it does need to be funny i mean like i want i want this guy to invite me back and i like i want to do more so like i'm planning on stealing the show from this norm guy (laughs) i don't know i don't know what the i'm gonna jim carrey in there dude i don't know what (laughs) i'm gonna do yet but i'm gonna try my best to steal the scene and and uh, I hope he invites me to other projects.
0: And I think I did a pretty good Norm. I should I should be Norm. Who's playing Norm?
1: It should be me. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't <laughs> met anybody yet. I hadn't even like watched any of the any of the footage or anything.
0: And uh, well done, Chris, for, Crystal, for setting the scene. All
2: right. I could have done a better news read early. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. You were, you were prepared. I should have put on an accent. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. So the difference uh, the difference
1: between George and JJ Jameson is. Is JJ is upset while George is almost like in a panic, mm. and so I think that's what I'll do is is I'll, I'll kind of be you know it'll be more like Norm, tell me that's not one of our buildings. Yeah, you know, you think that would be better, or do you think I need to stick with the angry thing?
0: Yeah, no, I, I prefer the George angle.
1: Yeah, all right, I'm gonna do that. I like that approach. I, I like yeah. that. I'm gonna try it.
0: All right, Sweet. it feels Thanks. natural to your acting ability.
1: George is getting upset. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <All right. laughs> well that was good So uh, Unsuper Check it out On the web Somewhere It's, it's got to be on the internet somewhere
2: Google it Yeah Google.
0: I'll,
1: I'll uh, Let's see if they have a They might have a Unsuper.com I don't know yeah,
0: It was just uh, Send it us a link And I'll put it in the show notes At the very least Starring our very own Bo So you know we're going to poop the crap out of that one <laughs> Not Bo himself I'm in the show <laughs>
1: Unsuper.com dot com is not them. That's something else. I'll, I'll find it. We'll put yeah. in the show notes. It'll be there somewhere.
0: All right, let's uh, hit the discussions. That set the set the tone for the for, for the discussions. I think because I don't want the discussions to get too serious. Because you know what I'm like. Yeah. I have a bit of a rage problem. So uh, so I'm glad I'm glad we said it in a in a nice comedic way.
2: David, we... David's getting upset.
0: <laughs> David's getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll start, off, we'll start off with a nice easy one. There's a Twitter campaign uh, at the moment saying, um, I can't remember the exact hashtag, but it essentially is uh, give Captain America a boyfriend. Um, something to that effect. Alluding, alluding to the possibility that uh, that Captain America is gay. Um, and there's, there's a couple of things that they've touched on to sort of do that. There's a, there's a miniseries that just finished fairly recently called Captain America White. Which hints at his, you know, his awkwardness around girls and stuff like that. Obviously, they've missed the point. I mean, his awkwardness around girls is because he's focused on beating those stinky Nazis, mm-hmm. so, you know, he's just, got, he's just not a ladies' man like Young Bucky. But yeah, uh, he's, he's uh, you know, there's a back, couple of things nice. that sort of allude to that. And of course, and also there, the other part of it is because you know, you can't have a, a, a male friend. Men, men can't have men friends. It's just, it's just impossible. Anybody that you love. If you love another man, like I do, Young Beau, that means I'm obviously, obviously I'm gay, and then I'm in love with, uh, you know, yeah, it's yeah it's, as,
2: Sam and Frodo will I reckon.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous, and and so they've they've, they've caught on to the, the to the movie versions of Cap, of course, with you know Cap and, and and Bucky, and some are even even also alluding to the fact that him and that Tony and and uh, um, Steve had such a, a massive blowout over such what, what relatively minor things because they were also in love with each other. And it's, you know, look, I'm just going to st- say, state it right from the outset. That is bullshit. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's reach the, without any backup of any kind. Captain America is clearly not gay. Now, of course, you have to we have to throw in the obligatory. Not that there's anything wrong with that, all <laughs> right? So, I mean, if, if Captain America if it with
2: the Seinfeld references, <laughs> yeah,
0: which is a shame, but anyway, um, no. So look, I mean, in, in all seriousness, it's it, there's, obviously there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with gay superheroes, right? I mean, if, of course, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. It's stupid to suggest otherwise. But what really grinds my gears <laughs> is this: making established characters that, that clearly aren't gay. Gay. And it really, really frustrates the fuck out of me. It's just, make make another character. I mean, North Star being gay makes sense. Iceman being gay does not make sense. And at the top of that level, Captain America is definitely not gay.
2: Can I throw you a kerbal?
0: Throw me a kerbal. I like it.
2: Okay. Um, in real life, when we're not talking about fictional characters, Yes. in real life, often people get to quite an advanced age before they come out. And and they've lived their whole life as straight and tried to portray themselves as straight. Right. Why can't the Captain America do that?
0: So you're saying that... So in order to make it work... Because it doesn't work in part of comic history. But to make it work, they could say that he's been living a lie all this time.
1: Well, it happens all the time in real life.
0: And turns out to actually be gay. Now, that's intriguing. That's intriguing. Bro, what do you think about that?
1: You know, I don't know. I, I would say that it might... Who's whose cap's like current love interest? Well, the Agent it, Carter, isn't
0: it? Well, that's the movie version. The movie version is 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 obviously Sharon Carter, but um, in the comics, it's uh, well, he hasn't really well, had one because he was old for a while there. So now he's going back to uh, to young again. who knows? It was it, it was back fairly recently.
1: Doesn't Sharon like screw him over?
0: Well, yeah, Sharon, yeah, well she does, yeah, but.
1: Yeah, so maybe maybe it was enough to drive him to
2: men. <laughs> you switch teams. Yeah. <laughs> to the other side. Oh,
0: God. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's just let's just throw it out there. Do you think do you think Captain America is gay or should be made into a gay character? No. Our your excellent revelation
2: thing. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I'm just I'm being devil's advocate, but no. See, <laughs> but that, I don't, that, I don't, really, I I respect that. I wouldn't really care either way, but uh, um, it's it's difficult to do that with an established character that's been around for so many years. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think that he's. I think that he's already so established that it would be, it would be hard, but not impossible to. I feel like I feel like that it would. It, it wouldn't feel like there was anything wrong with Captain America being gay, mm. but they had to try so hard to shoehorn a storyline in where it turns out that he's gay because because he can't be gay with Bucky because he's been he's been in a relationship with Bucky for you know the entirety of the Captain America story mm. and that's when he was with Sharon and that's when he was with you know other women yep. that you know yep. it, it would have been like, oh, I'm in love with this person, but yet I'm gonna you know. You know, be with somebody else, and I guess they do that in stories. But it's just so well established that, like, you know, they've been, you know, like brothers for so long. It just it would seem weird to me that all of a sudden they did some sort of re- romantic relationship there. You know?
0: Yeah, I, I think you've all made. I think we've made valid points. Um,
2: I think the campaign is is more like a fan fictiony type of deal.
0: Oh, the campaign is clearly the the this you know this group of people who just feel the need to have diversity everywhere and it's it's gotten to the point where there's going to be so much diversity that there's not going to be any diversity at all so it's, it's you know it's i mean it's 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 ridiculous it's so but that being said i mean as as, as irate as that makes and i actually did i did tweet because uh, there was another hashtag to sort of fight that mm-hmm. called stop making stop making everything gay um, or stop gain stop stop gain all the things, I think it was or something to that effect, um, but you know but but now with you saying what you what you're saying it's, it's you know at the end of the day it's not the end of the world if it turns out it is gay no. but I do stand I do, but I do stand by by my uh, it's you know if they if they weren't the gay to begin with then. They, they shouldn't just suddenly turn out to be gay just for the, not
2: just for the sake just of for the just
0: for the sake of sales and to, to appease the, the, the SJWs and all that sort of stuff so moving on to uh, some more Captain America stuff It's
2: a well, have episode.
1: you ever I've, done, I've, got a, I've got a painting of um, I've got a painting I did of Kirk and Spock for my dad's uh, office in, do, in finding pictures of Kirk and Spock in order to do the painting I just did a google image search of Kirk and Spock
2: well, no, you don't do that.
1: There there are about a million pictures uh, fan <laughs> pictures of Kirk and Spock kissing each other.
0: <laughs> See, it, just, it, just, it's, I mean, it goes right back there. It's like a man can't have another man friend. No, it's just not possible. <laughs> this is
2: this is what happens to me every week when I do the better. I do Google searches for images. Yeah. There's, there's some yeah. weird stuff out there.
0: There is some weird stuff. Remember you when we were doing that Google search for X twenty
2: three? Oh. And it's like, this girl's meant to be 14 or something. <laughs> like, what's the deal here? It's very hard not to find an X-rated image of X-23. It was just bizarre. whole x x
1: 23 yeah. Yeah, it
0: was... x uh, <laughs> x <X-X-2> <laughs> oh, This guy, bow's on fire. All right, so more Captain America stuff. Now, this one... Uh, this one, I'm intrigued. I really want to get your guys' opinions on this. Um, Captain America, Steve sure Rogers, is issue one. Now, Captain America, like I said, he was old for a while. He's now being put back to... Um, uh to to his youth although interestingly enough this comic actually takes place in the past when he was youthful captain america anyway so i'm not too sure what the deal is there but um
1: i would i want to go back to the gay captain america thing i think if they if they did if they did a gay captain america they could just put somebody else in the suit other than steve rogers like if steve rogers you know passed the shield to to some new guy and he happens to be gay that's cool you know i just think it's already so established in steve rogers history that he's not yeah, you I'll, 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 there
0: you go. We'll, we'll, we'll finish it on that then. Steve Rogers is not gay, but Captain America can be as, as gay as he wants. I don't care. Captain Gay, it's only me. Captain America is gay as
2: the day is
0: long. Yeah, Exactly. All right, so anyway, so Captain America, Steve Rogers, number one. So the last, the last panel, and of course, again, we call boiler Alert, although if you don't know about it by now and you are interested in comics, then I'm going to find that very strange. But uh, the very last panel, uh, Captain America says, Hail Hydra and, dun, dun, dun. and reveals that he is that he's i mean the whole issue basically leads up to that moment and so, so basically what marvel is saying now is that captain america is a double agent for and has been working for hydra all of the, for all of his life essentially he was indoctrinated as a child like before he was even born um his mother was in uh, in Brought into the Hydra fold. Now Hydra is uh, the analogy in the Marvel Universe for the Nazis. The Nazis do do exist, of course, but more modern Marvel has, has sort of pushed to the, to the that the Nazis eventually become Hydra, and so Hydra are now the Nazis. Much like uh, Mephisto is is the devil in the in the Marvel Universe. Now, a lot of people are really upset about this. Is uh, it's it's caused the, uh, the the outrage that you that we last saw for. Uh, uh, Superior Spider-Man. It's on a sort of a sort of similar level of outrage for there. It's, it's, it's an uh, outrage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and there's different aspects of it to why people are upset. Now, I'll, I'll cover. I'll cover some of them. The one of the one of the most vocal people, uh, sort of group that are upset, are Jewish people. Uh, basically, saying that Katane was created not necessarily as a Jewish hero because he's not Jewish himself, but more just in this in the, by. But he was created by Jewish creators, and. In their in their attempt to fight against what is happened, what was happening to their people at the time. So, I mean, he is actually from that era, the, you know, the World War Two sort of stuff. Um, and you know, that's I, that's a valid point. I mean, he was he was he's they've they're basically saying that turning such a staunch good guy, anti Nazi, anti anti fascism. Mm-hmm. I, I said all these big words earlier. Now I can't even say a very basic word <laughs> like um, "but uh, yeah." So, 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 uh, S- such a, a you know, like a, a pinnacle of human morals, and then saying that he's actually been a Nazi this entire time is offensive to them and their culture and their heritage. Um, and you know what? Uh, you know, I can kind of see what they're saying. I'm not Jewish. Nobody here in this in this podcast. I'm probably sure you're not Jewish, right? So it's, it's, we're not. We're not, none of us are Jewish, so we can't really sort of. I, I don't really think that I, we can really say much on that. But um, the other the other people are, are of course, the, uh, the the people that get the other group of the people that, that get upset about all of these sort of things. It's like you, you make a, a change to your to your character, your long established character. la the gay business, and you know they get upset. It's like you know, change is bad, and especially something that is. Such a monumental change. I mean, it's a massive change to this character to suggest that he's been a double agent for Hydra all of this time, and this is ridiculous. Right? It just it doesn't make any sense. Um, and again, I can see that they're upset. I mean, you know, I got upset when Spidey becomes serious Spidey, but I then eventually, you know, I calmed down once once realised that the story was actually quite interesting and and that changes can sometimes be good. Um, the other reason I wasn't I, that I stopped being upset for Spidey, and I think these these people need to stop being upset. Uh, and again, I'm not talking about the people that are upset about the Jewish part of it. I'm talking about the other people that you know just nerd rage for no real reason. Um, they'll, they'll eventually they need to get over it because it's it's not going to be a permanent thing. So there's there's as yeah. long term any any long term comic readers are going to know it, uh, it's happened you know multiple multiple times before. There's 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 uh, two or three different sort of sort of sort of things that are happening here. Either it's all a lie. You know the whole, yeah. you know, the classic dream thing, or you know, it's 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 reality manipulation or mind control or
2: alternate universe. or an
0: alternate universe or something to that effect, right? It's either it's 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 going to be something like that, or it turns out that it actually is legit. It's actually they've they've actually changed, it. and this that's what they've been saying. so Tom Brevoort and uh, Nick Spencer, the writer, Tom Freevort the editor, have actually been saying, you know, USA Today, you know, the 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 news all that sort of stuff, have actually been up there saying, no, this is, it's, it's not a dream, it's not an alternate universe, it's not a clone, it's not mind control, this is actually legit, this is what the way it is. Um, now, I find that hard to believe. I find, it, I find that very, very hard to believe. Um, but then, also, then, of course, you've got the third option, which is, it uh, lasts, you know, let's say, we'll say six months, Six to 12, we'll say six to 12 months. I mean, the period lasted for about 12 months. So we'll say six to 12 months where they go through this story that where Cap is a bad guy. And then, of course, it all turns out to be bunk. You know what I mean? It's just the classic thing. It goes, it's a whole Steve lot of, comes back it's, and, it's, it's, you know.
2: It's an elaborate ruse because they have to fool some major uh, crime syndicate into thinking he's...
0: Exactly. So actually turns out he's a triple agent or a quadruple agent. So I'm not saying he's not an agent of Hydra, but it turns out he's actually also an agent of of Shield at the same time, and all that sort of crap. And you know, there's multiple, multiple ways they can get out of it. So there's, there's, you know, the sort of the three sort of major scenarios, and this has happened time and time and time again throughout the history of comics. I'll give you, you of course, I've already given you the example of Superior Spider-Man. I mean, it was a, a story, a story beat. It was nothing more than a story beat. It all went back to the status quo again, in time for the movie, as I predicted it would. I mean, And anybody who's ever read comics for any period of time would have predicted that. I'm not saying I'm special because I predicted it. It's obvious.
2: But you are special. Well,
0: that's true. Um, <laughs> and I'll give you another example, right? This not too long ago, uh, they had a storyline called The Crossing, which revealed that um, Tony Stark was a bad guy. He was actually an agent for... Uh, who was it? Ken, I think it was. Ken or Mortis or something like that. Turns out he was an agent for Ken pretty much his entire, you know, comic history, uh, from like the very first appearance of Kane, like he mind controlled him and turned him into a bad guy. He's been a bad guy for year, you know, 20 years, and uh, of course there was outrage. And uh, Marvel you know, stood to, stood their guns. they were like, no, nope, this is actually, this is actually really what it is, it's Is the actual story. And of course, you know, there's there's the the outrage occurred, and so to backpedal, um, they killed that Tony off and replaced him with a teenage Tony Stark. And then eventually just wiped that Tony Stark from history anyway. <laughs> so Tony, real, actual Tony Stark was back. I mean, this is comics. This sort of stuff, it doesn't have to make a lot of sense. This is the way it sort of works. But what, what do you guys think?
2: Um, well, To be perfectly honest, don't, uh, you, as you know, I'm not a comic book reader. I don't really care. Hmm. <laughs> um, and I don't understand why people get so upset about it. I mean, didn't this get to the point of death threats again?
0: Yeah, once again, the, the need to death threat uh, anybody for anything that happens in comics is uh,
2: stupid. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Just yeah. what, wait for the next. If you're not happy with this comic, wait for the next one. You might be happier with the next one. And if you're not happy with the next one, wait for the next one. If it gets to the point where you're just not happy, stop buying the damn comic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what about the people that I said about their, you know, their hero being turned into a into a Nazi?
1: Well, I mean, I kind of get it. I mean, like, imagine this. You know, I'm as attached to World of Warcraft as as a lot of people are to Captain America. And if tomorrow they said we're going to, we're turning World of Warcraft into a MOBA. There's no longer going to be an open world. It's just going to be you jump into a, a game and you hope you level to four and beat the other team. And then you get out again. I would be outraged. I mean, I would feel like it wouldn't be the end of the world. I'm not a crazy person i wouldn't kill myself over it but I, I would i would be like i can't believe they ruined this thing that's like a huge chunk of of you know my life so i mean i i i understand i understand the dilemma but i'm also you know like you said i've been in comics long enough to know that this is not going to be a permanent thing it's just it's exactly like the the superior spider-man thing i mean it's going to be a story beat for maybe a year and then it's going to go back to normal again it's going to turn out that either Either a, he's like a Winter Soldier, and like he was, he was Captain America, but yet they would send him off on on missions that he didn't even remember happening, yeah. um, yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, it, it'll it'll be a part of Cap's history, but I think that in the end, it's gonna it's gonna turn out to be something that's not nearly as impactful as we as we originally thought it was. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> but, I mean, I actually quite I actually quite like your explanation for it that he was a. That it's you know mind control or something like that. I mean, and you know, and I don't mean I don't want to be insensitive to uh, the Jewish people that have felt that feel slighted about it. I see their point. I really do. Um, it doesn't affect yeah. me because I'm I'm not Jewish, and I, you know, and to me he's just a comic character. I, I can I can understand why people are upset, but you know, like Crystal said, I really don't. And care. I don't
1: even think that I don't even think that Marvel considered that perspective. You know, I don't even think. Well, if that they
0: that didn't, was... they're idiots. Ignorance is no excuse, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, but uh, I just, I mean, like I so said, I don't, I don't mean to be insensitive of that, but they, I mean, they are missing the point that uh, this is not the first time Cap has been turned into a Nazi stooge. Like in, in uh, Tales of Suspense sixty four to sixty five, Captain America was mind controlled, and even Heil Hitler's, even like salutes, Nazi salutes Hitler at one point.
2: Yeah, but you've got a whole legend of new fans that are really only knowing from the movies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, but, but what I'm saying is, but I'm not. This. I'm not saying, of course, they don't need to know all of comic book history. I mean, this is from the '60s. But I'm just saying, it's just. I mean, it's just. It's comics. It's just these. You know, these things. Story things happen. It may or may not be permanent. I, I don't know, but it's. Well, but, you know, it, it's just. It's. It's not. Then it's not intentional. I don't think Marvel was. Just going back to what Marvel was saying, to Bo was saying, I'm not saying Marvel was intentionally insensitive. But I do think that if, if what Bo was saying is they didn't realise this might happen, then that's just dumb. Then they shouldn't be in charge of the, of the character. Um, I actually think it's the opposite. I think they didn't intentionally mean to be insensitive to anybody, but they definitely knew that it was going to cause an uproar. Oh. And that's all oh, they're worried yeah. about. It's, click, it's clickbait in comic book story form.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, they may not have been aware of the Jewish perspective, but I, I definitely think they knew that this was going to be a huge deal. Yeah, I mean that's why they chose Captain America, not you know, not some other character. I mean they knew that their movie just came out. They know that most people's view of Captain America is the movie version. Mm. They knew that this would be so big that it may even attract people that saw the movie and didn't read the comics, and now they got a reason to pick up the comics. Yeah, you know, I mean they knew it was going to be huge outside of the comic news world. You know. Yeah,
0: I'm with you.
1: That's why I mean that's why they did it. Oh,
0: totally. Yeah, it's all it's all about the sales. That's all it is. I don't think they're they're intentionally trying to upset anybody, but uh, the fact is they have and they need to fix it.
2: I think part of it too is people get so involved with their favourite characters that they feel kind of an an ownership over that character and then when something happens that's so antithetical, that's the right word, to what? They consider their character is. They feel slighted because they have no control. They suddenly realise they actually got no control over their favourite
0: yeah. character. I'm going to end my point uh, just on just let just just wait and see how it goes. I mean, I can understand why you're upset, but just just wait for issue two and just see where the storyline's going. If issue, if issue two starts with you know oh my god, that was, um, I, I was only joking, you know, just, just sort of just wait and see where it goes. I mean, Superior Spider-Man, you've lived through Superior Spider-Man, you know it was just a story, you know it will eventually come to an end, and you, you know for a fact Steve Rogers is not a member of HYDRA. I, just, I mean, come on, you just know it. And even if he was, it was some sort of, you know, mind control or whatever the case may be. They wouldn't do it. Yeah. They've got too much money involved in the films.
1: Or he's a clone
2: or
0: yeah. something. well, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like.
2: Well, but like you said, it's like it's like ending the chapter on a cliffhanger so people will buy the next issue.
0: Yeah. But anyway, it's... Uh, yeah, it's certainly
2: got us talking about it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, the, the, only, the only thing that actually I, I will be upset about, and it's and it's, it's completely... Uh, I, I mean, it is related, but it's just slightly off topic, I suppose, is that if it turns out that it is... Option two that I gave before, if just to reiterate, option two was that if it turns out this is actually legit, that they're actually saying this is was actually the case, then that turns them into J.J. Abrams level liars because they're they're on the they're on the message boards, they're on the news, they're on the whatever the forums, and saying that no, nah, this is legit. He's not. A, I mean, actually, there's an actual actual quote saying he's not a clone, he's not mind control, it's not alternate reality. It is. It is definitely Steve Rogers, agent of Hydra, and. If it turns out that it it's not, then that pisses me off. That's like Star Trek 2, what's the second piece of shit called? Into Darkness, level of annoyance. But we'll see how that goes. I'm convinced that is what the case.
1: I think the best thing, because I was just thinking about what their options were as far as like, because they're not going to go, oh, <laughs> you got it. Like that's that. I guess we're not putting the shit out now because you guessed it. You know, like trying to. Get, I, I think the best way to handle that would just be just to not just be like, hey, guess on the internet all you want to. We encourage that. We want to see it. We'll even have a dialogue, but we are not saying, you know, yes or no. That that's not it. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly right. That is the absolute. That's the honorable way of going about it. That is if all Abrams had to do was say, "We're not sane, yeah. well, that's it. Then there would be no complaints. Well, actually, and no. It could this is the internet. It's there would speak. still be complaints. But I'm saying, <laughs> there's, just, but don't don't flat out lie to your audience. And this goes for Brieport and, and uh, Nick, whatever his last name is. And it, it goes for Amber's as well. Just, don't lie to us. We're not idiots. Just say, look, I'm not. I, I neither confirm nor deny. I stand on the fifth.
1: And you could even say, <laughs> what I would do. What I would do is, is even the ones that were wrong. I'd say, ah, but wouldn't that be interesting? Because, and then tell them why that would that situation would be interesting, and do that for every one of them. Then you got people like hyped for like whatever it turns out to be, you know?
0: Yeah. See, you should be you should should be in charge of Marvel marketing, bro. All
1: right, Marvel community marketing department, hit me up.
0: (laughs) That's how it should be done. All right, Well say, well, yeah. So anyway, but uh, but that being said, hell, they've got people intrigued. They've got guaranteed sales for Captain America too. Yeah, they're doing alright, they're doing what they're meant to do which is make money alright, let's move on to our third thing this uh, this actually makes me laugh this, uh, as I said in the intro So uh, a young lady who writes for legionoflea.com uh, was quite upset when she saw a billboard uh, which has a scene from X-Men Apocalypse on it showing Apocalypse choking mystique now, as I've seen the film, I actually know the context that that occurs in. Uh, but she, of course, hasn't. She hasn't seen the film. She just saw the billboard. I mean, it's advertised in the film, so, you know, you assume that she hasn't seen it yet. And and uh, she was very upset. Very upset that uh, a woman was put into a position of uh, fear and uh, violence by a man, or what she assumes is a male character. You don't, actually don't even know. Apocalypse looks like, a, looks like a Power Ranger villain. Who knows what he is. But... Uh, it's and you know she's she had a, a blog post about it. Now I'm not going to read out the entire bloody blog post, but it basically goes goes along those lines of she's tired of people accepting you know violence against women by men, and uh, that they should rip the billboard down. She goes into a whole bunch of other stuff as well, but that's that's essentially what she's saying. Now um, yeah, I took uh, I took offence to this because a because um, I've, I've seen the movie, I know the context that it's in. But I also took offence because her entire article is talking about the violence of men against women. Never once has it mentioned the violence of two men from men and women. Um, it's just it's a very, very one-sided uh, uh, argument. Um,
1: or it's against mutants. <laughs>
0: yeah, or exactly. against Rather my, my other argument was... Uh, the other thing that I got offended by was that... Um, Mystique is a cold-blooded killer in the X-Men films. I mean, this woman's obviously clearly never seen an X-Men film. So Mystique has killed men left, right and centre in the five X-Men films that she's been in. Granted, not in, in this particular film, but she still beats the crap out of them Although I do have to point out, just a very quick side: uh, the very first time that you see Mystique hit, a man, hit another another person who happens to be a man, it's this this bloody this sort of raised elbow move, mm-hmm. and it's so ridiculously staged that it's it's so obvious that she doesn't. Not only does she not hit him, but she's like he's like a meter away from her. It's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a very poor, very very poorly shot shot scene. Um, anyway, so back to the thing. Um, so yeah, so if it was Mystique beating up Apocalypse. Not a word would have been said. You, know, you go, girl. That sort of bullshit. But because it's Apocalypse choking Mystique, and it is quite. It's quite it's an emotional scene. I mean, she actually. I mean, it's a, I mean. Spoiler alert for the people who haven't seen it. He does choke her out. Like he almost kills her. And it's but uh, but that's fine. It's because it's a, it's a man on a woman, and you know it's it's the the end of the world, and the billboards should be removed, and they have they should Fox should apologise, and all that sort of bullshit. So. There's my sort of my counter argument to it. I also did I also did point out to one person who posted uh, on the thing that um, again I guess this is a spoiler. I won't mention any names, but uh, yes, Mystique does get choked out, but then she's saved by another woman. So it's actually a woman who saves the day. So if that you know if that helps you in any way to to know that, then that's actually what is what happened. Um, yeah. Anybody? Any comments?
2: Well, I'll just chuck my token girl hat on for a minute. shall Please. I? Um,
0: token girl hat.
2: I saw the billboard in question and I, I don't have a particular problem with it. It's just a shot from a movie but I, I, can, I can see why she's upset because it, there is a lot of uh, misogyny out there that just gets accepted because that's just the way it is. But I don't think this is the one to get angry about. Um, and I read her article, and not once does she complain or or uh, take umbrage with the fact that Mystique is naked the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only mutant that is naked the whole time. Right? You wouldn't see Professor X walking around with no pants on.
0: Right? Is that what you take umbrage or, at? The fact
2: or, or or that Mystique's- right. No, but I don't take umbrage at that fact either. But I just I thought that would be a more uh, a more feminist thing to focus on than than perhaps.
0: Because she's clearly designed for the male gaze. Yeah,
2: it, it's just, rather than just taking a still from a fight that could uh, could have been the, any character.
1: To uh, to add to that argument too, it is funny that she, you know, in the comics she's not she's not naked like that. She wears that white like you know thing.
0: Yeah, they've never explained her necklace or her uh, her, her belt, which is just a whole bunch of, yeah. of skulls. I assume, I assume she's meant to have some sort of kali motif. But no one. The comics have never explained that ridiculous belt.
1: <laughs> but yeah, she's clogged. I, I like the look of her in the comics. I've never, I, you know, honestly, I have not. I just haven't been a fan of any of these X Men movies, no, and I, it's hard for me to have an opinion on this billboard because I'm just thinking the movie's probably terrible.
0: Yeah, but you can have an opinion on the sort of the feminist misogyny angle of it, can't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can see, uh, you know, if uh, I f- I feel like it's a reach, basically. Hmm. I, don't yeah, I don't think she's I don't think she's a hundred percent unwarranted, but at the same time, I think you're you're looking like you're totally looking for, you know, an article. You're, you're looking to write an article about something that you're upset about to to find that in that in that poster. I mean, yeah. it's like it's like Crystal's saying. There's so many other things, you know, that you could be upset about. It this just seems ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I think we we'll ended on there. I agree. There's, yeah. there's so much. There is, there is so much more actual misogyny in the world, the, and the, this is just, not it.
2: The, the billboard just yeah. says to me, "Oh, look, she's in trouble. I wonder how she's going to get out of it." Yeah.
0: That, well, that was that was essentially my post. I was like, "How do you know that um, the very second after this shot is this shot was taken, she then kicks the shit out of him?" Hmm. And of course, um, there'd be no argument there. Mystique kicking the shit out of Apocalypse, who yes is a man, that would be no argument you'd be, be perfectly fine but because it's this it, particular shot outrage
1: well I mean I don't think it's reverse misogyny either though I mean I just think that it's just I think that I think that this is one of the most popular movies that's, that's in theaters right now it's probably one of the highest search terms right now mm. and mm. if you're looking for traffic to your feminist article then you're gonna pick one of those one of those terms right yeah and you know I think this is this is the one example that she could find out of because she's certainly not going to talk about Garona in, in Warcraft. Mm. You know, like it, it, this was the one example she could find out of the top three movies that are that are being searched right now.
0: That actually reminds me of another topic that uh, happened fairly recently. I want to get your guys' opinions on. Um, I didn't mention this in the intro because I just thought of it just now. Um, Mr. James Rolfe, who uh, we've had on the show before, the uh, the angry video game nerd. Uh, Released a video a couple of weeks back um, saying that he's refusing to review Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters film um, for various reasons, Uh, not for, he doesn't state any specific misogynistic reasons, he just basically just says, you know, Ghostbusters was a major part of his childhood and so he doesn't, and he thinks, and judging by the trailer, he thinks the film's going to be shit and so he doesn't want to waste his time. So he released this video. And my God, he got jumped on. Holy shit. <laughs> he got, it, just, it was just an unbelievable response.
2: Well, what's his opinion and his choice? Well, yeah, but... it's he the problem?
0: Well, well, cause it's, because it's, like, as I've pointed out multiple times now, and I'm actually getting tired of it, if you don't like the new Ghostbusters film, then you're a sexist pig, and that's as simple as that, according to the internet. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm just... I'm, you know, <laughs> The internet has... Spooked. I know, I'm just I'm fucking tired of it. But anyway, well,
1: so... I think that's... I don't think that's the view as much as it comes off, though. I mean, I think that that's kind of you, you know, I think that's almost Ghostbuster putting out that press. Like, like it, I hear more people saying what you're saying than than the that all the rage about you know people that hate the movie. It's not like Star Wars. Star Wars really got that way, but I feel like the general consensus. Now, I get that you see comments and comics. Comments are are, are a lot of times one sided, but. I, I really think that the general consensus is that it's a bad movie because it's a bad movie it has nothing to do with the cast. And I oh, think that I, agree. I think I think that the people I, I think there is this as a minority of people that is defending it um, in the way that you're describing, like saying that, like, oh, you're sexist if you don't like it. I really felt that way about Star Wars. Like that really seemed to be like a a, a big part of the conversation. Hmm. I think uh. that Ghostbusters want you to believe that that's the situation. And I don't think I don't think that's really the public opinion.
0: Oh so, you think you think it's being talked up? Um,
2: oh,
1: I, oh yeah. I think it's majorly being talked up, yeah. Gotcha. I wonder
2: is it James? Is it James?
0: James Rolf, yeah.
2: I wonder if James or- Surely James would have known by making that announcement what sort of reaction he would get. Oh, yeah, he's that fool. So, 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 you know, it it's, it's hits on his... Hits on his um, well,
0: that was some of the feedback. Yes, it's like well now he's got a lot of hits on his on his website. That's I mean true. he
2: could have just not reviewed it and not said anything.
0: Yeah, Well, I mean yeah. the the arguments the, the counter arguments were um were exactly what it was there was there was, there was many of them I and mean, one of them was of course what Chris said. says like we well, just did it purely for the publicity and yeah maybe I don't that. I don't know I, I don't blame him for that I know like, like as Beau has said multiple times before he, I mean, he's, he used he what is you know what is current in order to get get your traffic. It's perfectly fine. Um, the uh, the other... One of the other arguments was, of course, because he's a misogynist pig, but, you know, of course, that's, you know, you know, you know my opinions on that. Um, and uh, the third one was, well, his job is to review films. And if he's refusing to review a film, then he's not doing his job. And to that I say, he can do whatever the fuck he wants.
2: <laughs> if, he want to, if he doesn't want to review something, he doesn't have to review it. It's as simple as that. It's, um... Yeah. It's just not like he's got an employer saying you must review this film.
0: I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. Anyway, I just—I just, I just found it, I found the entire theme fascinating, but
2: uh, I'm yeah. not going to see it either. But that's not because of any. Um I'm not taking any sort of. I'm not boycotting it. I just don't have any interest in it. Yeah, that's at, that's it.
1: At this at this point, I hate it so much that I feel invested and I have to see it. <laughs> I'm gonna go see this movie out of spite.
2: <laughs> if someone tells
1: me it's good, I'll see that, it. But
0: that's counterintuitive. Well, you're gonna you're to pay to well, see this film.
1: That's the reason I watched um, uh, Battlestar Galactica. It's like I I want to know why I hate it so much. I want to be able to defend why I hate it so much. Yeah, Lucky but that's people. different,
0: though. Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> you downloaded illegally, surely. All right, so you either, you either downloaded you can't it or you... Tell,
2: you can't say that
0: there. <laughs> no, don't, don't say anything. Don't incriminate yourself. But you either downloaded it or you borrowed it off a friend. Well, say you borrowed it off somebody, right? not they don't get any money for that. But Ghostbusters, if you go see that in the cinema, out of spite, you've given them your money. So they don't give a shit what your actual thoughts are. They're yeah, but your it's, money.
1: Like, it's like my little... Contribution is not gonna is not gonna change the course of that movie. It's much like voting in America.
0: <laughs> that's no, that's where you're wrong, man. Is every vote counts? Every vote counts.
1: <laughs> then Gore would have been president.
0: <laughs> oh, let's get into the into the Gore controversy. It's not the voter <laughs> with the power; it's the person counting the votes with the power. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's a bit of philosophy for you. <laughs> it's. Uh,
2: uh philosophy,
0: vocabulary, you're just you're just doing it all. I'm on fire today. <laughs> on fire. Alright, so let's uh move on to some reviews. Uh I'll make this a little bit quicker than uh, I was going to. First uh, I'm gonna i st- I'll start with one that has fallen, because as uh, the people who have listened from the start of this episode will know that uh I think it's shit. And it is, it's really it's, it's basically the follow-up to um the White House has fallen. Oh no, Olympus has fallen, yes. Olympus has fallen. I get it confused with White House Down, because you know they both come out at the same time. Uh, it's um, Jared Butler as a uh, top agent.
2: Oh, the guy from Three Hundred.
0: Yeah, the guy from Three Hundred. Um, what's what are what are the name of the guards that protect the president?
2: Secret Service.
0: Yeah, Secret Service. So the top Secret Service guy, and uh, the president is um... Dennis Hastert. No, <laughs> although that would be cool, because <laughs> <laughs> um, he was a cool president. It'd be an awesome crossover. <laughs> London has fallen. Twenty four has fallen. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the only thing that would have made it good was if, if Jack Bauer showed up. Um, now I can't remember. I can't remember the guy. The name of the guy who plays the president—he gives a shit. And uh, anyway, so it's it's it follows up from uh, Liberals Have Fallen*. A, a bunch of uh, terrorists—I um, think they're actually North Korean. I think maybe um, attack the White House and uh, try to set off some nuclear codes and all that sort of stuff and. Jared Butler's character comes to the rescue. It was a bit of you know action fluff. It wasn't wasn't awful, but it was you know pretty standard stuff. I actually preferred White House Down to be honest with you, although they were both pretty ordinary. Um, but uh, the follow up, the sequel, has um, the Prime Minister of Great Britain has uh, died, and so all the world leaders uh, have been called to to attend the funeral. Um, and, but what they don't know is that two years earlier, uh, one of the, uh, top 10 terrorists, uh, I think it was like number six on the list or some shit. They specifically say who it is. Um, they, uh, has, uh, lost his daughter in a uh, drone strike on the compound. So the drone strike was shot to kill the terrorist guy and failed that did actually kill this guy's daughter, who was uh, having her wedding at the time, and so he swears revenge. Despite the fact that he's killed thousands of people by selling weapons to terrorists, he's, uh, because they killed his daughter, it automatically becomes personal, and so uh, he sets up this two-year plan to uh, to get back at the world leaders by basically assassinating them all, all of them, it's everyone he can get his hands on. And uh, so back to the two years at the prime minister's funeral, as elder digitaries, digitaries. So you pronounce it dignitaries. Dignitaries. Um, I've lost it. As all the important people show up, uh, they get bumped off left, right, and center. And uh, but
2: although if you're having a holographic meeting, yeah, that would be a cool term for the attendees.
0: Digitaries. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: going to trademark that word. You heard it here, Blizzard. I'm trademarking it. You can't have it. Um, and uh, yeah, So anyway, so the, but when the, the American president shows up, and because he has Jared Butler with him, he, he survives the initial attack, and they have to go on the run. Um, that's all you really need to know about the plot. That's basically all it is to it. Jerry Butler kicks a lot of ass, says a lot of racist shit, says a lot of bad jokes. It's, uh, yeah, it's a throwback to a, 80s action, which, a cut and paste film. which is not very good. So, uh, yeah. It's, not, it's poorly done. And it's crap. Avoid! Uh, not even, it's not even good action. Like, don't, even, don't even see it for the action. It's just terrible. Moving on to X-Men Apocalypse! Boom, boom, boom!
2: What have I been waiting for?
0: The film that offends you with its billboards. (laughs) Maximum Apocalypse takes place after X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, It starts off with uh, introducing the Apocalypse character who uh, is showing his ability to transfer bodies, which becomes very important later on in the film, obviously, otherwise they wouldn't have had that fucking scene. It's filmmaking 101. But uh, he's transferring his bodies and uh, a group of... uh, well, they would call themselves freedom fighters. Apocalypse would call them terrorists. Interesting political statement there. Uh, who uh, interrupt, uh, try to interrupt the process and uh, kill Apocalypse, but they fail. But in the, re- the result is that Apocalypse gets trapped for thousands of years. Cue uh, 1980s. So we're actually in the, in the, in the 80s now. So the, the X-Men films... So we're still in the universe established by the first-class Days of Future Past situation. So mm-hmm. no, the, universe, the, universe, the X-Men universe has essentially been reset... Um, and, uh, which means that X3 and Wolverine Origins never happened. Thank Christ. Um, so, uh, you've now, so we're now gone from, so you've gone from, first class was in the sixties, days of future Past was in the future slash seventies, and now we've hit the eighties and, uh, which is cause Jubilee shows up, which is pretty cool. But, um, so you've got, uh, the school is in operation now. Uh, Xavier set up the school, the beast is there working as a teacher, um, and the students, you know, you got Scott. They reintroduce Scott. Um, his brother Alex comes back as well from the from the previous films. Uh, Jubilee, like I said, Jean Grey, young Nightcrawler, that sort of stuff. They basically try to, they basically reintroduce all of these characters. And of course, the origins are now different because the the, the universe has been rebooted. Um, and uh, they go through their their usual sort you of know, school related shenanigans. And then Mystique shows up. To tell them that Magneto, uh, who has been trying to live a quiet life uh, in Poland, uh, may turn bad again. Because he, while he was trying to live his quiet life, uh, he, he accidentally reveals that he is in fact a mutant by saving one of his co-workers' lives. In a spur-of-the-moment decision. Um, when they, and one of these other workers, I, assume, I, I can only assume it's not the guy he saved, but one of the others uh, contacts the police. Who then go to the house to ask him uh, to are uh, you actually Magneto and then to try and arrest him and then tragedy occurs. I won't reveal the actual tragedy itself, but there is a tragedy occurs, um, and so Magneto says, "You know what? Screw it. I'm a bad guy, and uh, I'm going to be bad."
2: He's quite unstable.
0: He is unstable. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it does need to be pointed out that he has killed a ridiculous amount of people. He's meant to be the. He's meant to be a hero, but uh, no. Um, anyway, so. Uh, so he goes bad again. Mystique finds out about it. She goes to the mansion to warn Charles, and they, and to, to get them to, to uh, intervene and make sure Magneto doesn't do anything crazy. But in the meantime, Apocalypse has risen from his from his dungeon tomb, and uh, has set out to try and find the strongest uh, mutants that he can. Uh, in the process, finding um, Storm, Psylocke, Angel who he transforms into Archangel. He never gets referred to as Archangel, but that's what he gets, what happens. Um, and, and last, who, who grabs Magneto before Xavier and the others can show up and, and grab him themselves and turns him into the fourth, the fourth horseman. Amps up all their powers and all that sort of stuff. And then proceeds with his plan to uh, wipe the earth clean and have only the strongest survive. He does a very interesting thing uh, with these nuclear, he sets off, uh, the, the, the good guys screw up. And so, Apocalypse sets off all the nukes, but doesn't do what you think he's going to do with them. I actually found it actually that's probably the only twist in the film where I thought, you know what, that's actually pretty good. Um, And then of course it leads up to the, uh, as all these films do, leads up to the climatic battle at the end. I mean, it's 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 it's,
2: always the end of the world with these people.
0: That's (laughs) right, it's always the end of the world. You're right, and well, in this case, it actually is. (laughs) But yeah, so
2: apocalypse would suggest that. Yeah,
0: I mean, his name's apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so the good stuff, the little mini twist um is is actually pretty cool. Uh some of this um some of the special effects are okay. Um Sylak looks awesome. Because, you know, I'm a Sylak fan, so i was always good to see Silak on screen. Um the new young Nightcrawler is actually pretty cool, played by Cody Smith McVee. Uh do I do believe is Australian? Who
2: is that? Is he is he a I've never heard of him.
0: Oh, he's a kid for, uh, he's a little kid from the road. We're going to claim that he is. Australia's own Cody Smith McVee playing Nightcrawler. Um and uh you know, and young Scott, young Gene, having Jubilee in there, all sorts of stuff. All that's fine. That's you know, it's all pretty good. And that's about it. That's about as it, that is about it, All I can say for good stuff because the rest of it, the bad the bad list is just too big. One, the story is ridiculously convoluted. The special effects range from okay to what the fuck is going on here? Like, it, did they get the intern to do the special effects in this scene? It just it's ridiculous, especially the destruction of, at the end. I won't say what well, actually gets destroyed, but there's stuff at the end that gets destroyed. And it just looks dumb. Really, really dumb. Um, the acting is, you know, ranges from the people who are always good. Like Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, they're always good. And so, you know, even, even if, they're in, if they're in a shit film, they're still going to be good. That was
2: Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Jennifer Lawrence. I'll get to uh, that's that was going to be my next thing. So the acting so ranges from you know people who are always good to you know to people who are you know pretty ordinary. The guy that plays Angel, is a he's a non-event. It doesn't really he doesn't really have all that much range. The girl that plays Storm is not too bad, um, but you know it is what it is. Then of course you get to Jennifer Lawrence. Now yeah, Jennifer Lawrence looks like ranges ranges from she looks like she's pissed at being there to. She's bored being there. She, I mean, it just every time she's on screen, I was thinking she should have a T-shirt that says contractual obligation. <laughs> it's says the only reason she's in this movie is because she's been forced to be in it. And you can tell. You can just clearly tell. She's not even trying. And uh, it's a shame. It is a shame. But I mean, it's, I mean it's bit, it is what it is, you know. is.
2: I'll tell you why I said that. Right. Because I watched the Graham Norton show last night. Cool. It's fairly recent. It came out on the 13th. So um, her and James... McAvoy, McAvoy were on there, p- pimping the film. Yeah, and they they played that scene you talked about where she comes to Professor X to tell him about Magneto. Yeah, and she says afterwards, "I'm such a bad actor. Am I the only one that can see that?" <laughs> and of course, James McAvoy's going, "Oh, ho, ho, I've got three Oscars. I'm a bad actor. You know, yeah." But. Uh, it, yeah, it's, just, it's interesting that you
0: say that. Well, it's actually—I mean—that's. Well, it's interesting that she says that. I mean, I, I think she's just playing to the crowd because she's, oh, she's obviously in love with herself. I mean, it's just, she doesn't think she's a bad actress at all. She was—it's uh, bullshit. Flashing
2: that cleavage all over the screen.
0: Well, you know, when you got the, when you got cleavage, that good, you might as well <laughs> uh, But it's—you know—and it, I, I don't think it's—it's
2: not—it's not bad acting. It's
0: just bored acting. She just obviously doesn't give a shit. She's, she's just she doing it because she has to do. She a good time
2: making the film from what she said.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably because her and McAvoy look like they've hooked up.
2: I don't
0: know. All right, I, I, I'm confident that, that they have hooked up. Obvious. Well, he's, he uh, separated from his you know, partner fairly recently. Anyway, we don't go into that sort of gossipy shit. Um, and uh, that's about it, really. Welcome to
2: Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> yeah,
0: we don't want to turn into E.T. online. Um, That's, yeah, that's about it, really. It's I mean, the film is... Uh, I'd have to say it's bad. It's not shit. It's not London has fallen level of crap, but it's you know it's actually it's actually pretty bad. I mean it's nothing as compared to the awesome first class or X two, but it's far better than X three and Wolverine Origins. So I guess it's maybe on the it's on the X one level, if that helps. Huh? <laughs> does this uh, does this contribute to your uh, superhero tired your yeah, tiredness? I've-
1: I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm over the superhero thing. I think it's like, uh, it's like westerns were, you know, like cowboy movies were like there was like a phase of that, and then eventually it went away. And I kind of feel like, like we're in the middle of this phase. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's, it's
0: even worth considering. Civil War came out before it, which is awesome. So you know,
1: I, I kind like I'm interested enough in this movie that I want to go see it. Um, but I've just I heard reviews weren't that great. And then uh, now you're saying you don't like it. I don't know. I, I feel compelled to go see it. And I think that's a problem. It's a problem having with these superhero movies. It's almost feel like it almost feels like you have to get your your nerd card stamped, you know, whenever you go into the theater, because it's like it's like I don't even want to go at this point, you know, like I don't even <laughs> I, I don't even know why I'm giving them my, them my money, but I just feel like it's such a part of the conversation that I I have to see it that way. I have some sort of opinion on it, you know,
0: and that's what they rely on, dude. I understand, I understand what you're saying. You feel trapped. Yeah, because if somebody, because yeah. because I mean, if I, I mean, I don't want to blow my own horn, but if I said it was awesome, you'd feel compelled to see it, right? But yeah. it, but I'm now I'm telling you that it's bad. The whole nerd culture thing compels you; you have to go see it now for see it for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, uh, I feel trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I need to
2: see it. <laughs> I think I've and seen maybe
1: enough. That's what, maybe films. that's what we got to do, and you know, that's what Scott says too. Like, maybe this is what we got to do—is just. You know, quit feeling like we have to go see every comic-related thing, and just every once in a while, put her foot down and say, "Hey, I don't think this movie is going to be any good. Yeah. I'm not going to go see it." You know, but it's just—it's always such a part of the conversation that it's like, "Well, maybe I'm missing out. Maybe it is better than I think it <laughs> is." You know, like I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's uh, yeah. Let me tell you, the only reason I saw it is because I didn't have to pay for it. So it's not worth it. I'm telling you, don't save your money. Save it for Walker. Oh
1: man!
0: <laughs> so on with that, that's a, that was my segue into Azerothian times. Azerothian times. Okay, so the movie is coming out. As you know, anybody who listens to the show knows that the movie is coming out. Um, Bo is going to either rage at its crapness or impregnate the people in, in front of I- him.
1: I feel like it I feel like that I want it to be good so like there's no way I could review this movie because there's no way I'm gonna give it a bad review like I feel like even <laughs> if it is terrible yeah I will yeah. find a reason to like it you know, I, Fair enough. I, really, I really don't think that I would be I, I, you just should not respect my opinion on this movie because I'm, <laughs> like I'm gonna like it I had not seen it I'm gonna like it
0: I mean it's, at least when you give an opinion it'll be after you've seen it not like certain other websites that haven't even seen the damn thing yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so because the movie's coming out, well, Blizzard's doing some, uh, some promo stuff for it, which, you know, as is their want, uh, there's some, uh, if you log onto the game between May 25th and August 1st, you get some free transmog gear, uh, that's if you've got, if you've got a, a horde and alliance tune, you get two different sets of gear, um, and an achievement, uh, for the alliance, you get lion fan sword and lion's heart shield, uh, which then becomes bind on account. Uh, and for horde, you get staff of Gul'dan and Bloodguard's cleaver, which is an axe. Uh, the axe, the Bloodguard's cleaver, just looks like every other axe in the game. Uh, but the sword and the shield looks pretty sweet. But the
1: Bloodguard's cleavage,
0: <laughs> Bloodguard's Jennifer Lawrence cleavage. Let's let's <laughs> tie it all in together. Um, the other thing is, uh, if you pre-purchase, oh, if you purchase a ticket. At Hoyt Cinema in Australia or Regal Cinema in US, you get a free digital copy of WoW that you can then uh, either use yourself if you haven't already been playing, and if you've seen, if you if you're not playing, then what the hell? Um, or you can give to a friend. I'm not
2: playing.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna that. go to a Regal <laughs> Cinema, but what do I do with the? I guess I don't know anybody I could give it to, and I've already got two copies of the game. <laughs> I don't know who I would. get I got four copies. If you count, Be- Becca's got two copies. I got four copies of the game.
0: No, you don't. Becca's got two, and you've got two.
1: Patriarchy. Yeah, Don't just
0: claim your wife's <laughs> games,
1: lies. What's yours is hey, mine? But mine are hers too. The,
2: she has four as well.
0: No, 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 it doesn't work that way, my friend. She has four copies. You have two copies. Uh, no,
2: no, no. What's yours is mine. <laughs> All mine. That's, that's, you're agreeing with me. What are you saying <laughs> no for? What's yours is mine. All oh, right. So I didn't even have two. <laughs>
0: no. So, I, so Bo has zero copies. Becca has four copies.
2: No, yeah, got
0: that's four. the way it works. All <laughs> oh, right, okay, good. Cool. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we've got a bit off, off track here. Um, yeah, so yeah, so the movie's coming out. It's very exciting times uh, in uh, Blizzard, in the, in the World of Warcraft. Uh, actually, that's not true. <laughs> it's still boring as shit. <laughs> Just waiting for Legion to come out, dude. Waiting for Legion. Yeah, I don't
1: know if I. I, I don't know if I told you. Uh, that I switched uh, to Alliance. Yeah, you did uh, in a
0: previous episode. You uh, didn't elaborate. You mentioned that you'd ma- made an Alliance tune, and then just changed the subject <laughs>
1: out of I've done, shame. I've, I've done more than just making an Alliance tune.
0: Is this the, <laughs> Let's uh, let's uh, include a little bit of uh, ECN uh, stuff. So on ECN, I, I need to ask you about this. You mentioned yeah. uh, in a very funny clip that uh, Becca had a dream about you spending money in, uh, in the world of Warcraft. Uh, it's a hilarious <laughs> yeah. clip. I highly recommend that you check it out. Check out uh, ECN's YouTube page and uh, and see that clip. It's only, it's only about five minutes, and it's comedy gold. Um, can you sort of elaborate on that a bit? What actually was it that you purchased? Because you did purchase something.
1: Yeah. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I, I transferred my mage <gasps> to a lion.
0: <laughs> you transferred your level one hundred mage, undead mage, yeah. to undead. an Alliance server.
1: Yeah, it feels dirty. I hate it.
0: That's an absolute disgrace.
1: <laughs> I did it I did it because the, the guild that I was in raiding with and everything wanted to go Alliance just for this just for this expansion. Why don't you just
0: make so, a new character? Why don't you just character boost one? we only being ten bucks more.
1: It was yeah, it was ten bucks more plus I d I don't know, I just I just wanted to raid on that character. I don't know oh, why.
0: Okay. Because like, you know he he does kick a bit of ass.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I still have I still have characters over on on Horde, and you still have you have characters on Alliance. I remember whenever we first started playing together, you um, you seemed to prefer Alliance, and then I kind of pulled you over to the dark side a little bit. I think. Yeah,
0: and they never never played with me.
1: <laughs> no, I'm still
0: <laughs> pulled I'm me still pulled intense. me over to Medivh, and they never actually played with me. Just left me <laughs> stranded in that a server not, with no friends.
1: That is not true. That is totally
0: <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so where is this uh, alliance character now
1: i'm on sargeras because i was on illidan and um sargeras is kind of the opposite of illidan it is it's a similar population population only the percentage of uh, alliance on sargeras is similar to the percentage of, of horde on illidan All they're right. kind of opposites yeah. of each other
0: so does this mean i need it's, to make a character on sargeras
1: yeah, you should. You should. I'll really? uh, I'll invite you to this guild. I, I'm actually in a guild right now that like I don't really know the people, but um, it seems to be going pretty good. They've got like a ton of people. What happened was is the players from the guild I was in moved to Sargeras, but we haven't actually started a guild yet, and we ended up joining this other guild just kind of like uh, just just kind of while we were leveling up other characters, just kind of filling it out, and they turned out to be pretty cool, and they were looking for people, so we've kind of joined two guilds together on Sargeras instead of making another one.
0: All right. So I need to transfer 100 over there or character boost one to 100?
1: Uh, just, uh, I mean, that's, that's I'm not, I'm not influencing you to do anything <laughs> there while Crystal's in the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll probably do a character transfer, to be honest with you. Know, I can't afford, I don't think I can afford a, a character boost. Yeah, it's more busy.
1: expensive to boost, plus, like, you gotta think about, like, the legendary ring. Like, I wasn't gonna redo all that.
0: You oh know, so yeah, you got all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's no, why I'm not, I transferred. Yeah, yeah. It. I
1: just it. I didn't want to deal with that legendary quest line. Is is brutal. Yeah, it takes it takes a while.
0: It's freaking awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, all right, cool. All right. So all that sort of shit. Right, you. Yeah, well, I do have. Oh, that means I've got to move Zeldara across. I don't even. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want to sully her with the alliance shit.
1: Well, you got alliance. You got alliance characters, right? Oh, take, you don't
0: get have- me wrong. I I I actually prefer alliance. I won't deny it. But she's she's horde through and through. God damn it.
1: I, honestly, I still prefer Horde. Like I think as far as like lore goes and all that, I still prefer Horde. But um, I'm with you. I but, actually
0: think Alliance is scumbags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do. I do have to say though, like the scenery of because I haven't played. I literally haven't played Alliance since pre Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. Um, because my very first character was Alliance. I quit the game after I didn't even get to level 40. I was like level 36, and I quit the game. And then when I came back, I, I made another character on the Horde, and I've been Horde ever since. Mm. And so yeah. this is like, you know, uh, you know, Stormwind's all fucked up, and like <laughs> <laughs> stuff's a lot different than it used to be. And
0: um, <laughs> i repaired in Legion. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I like the I like the scenery though. I like uh, I think the castles and stuff is is more interesting than looking at like huts and spikes, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like the scenery, although I sympathize with the races of the horde. So it's I kind of I kind of have a weird you know mix of of both world worlds and torn torn yeah, between I them. Should I actually
0: prefer the scene the the undead architecture.
1: Yeah, and I, that's my favorite you know race in the game is is yeah. is yeah. undead. I mean I love the story of the Forsaken, and you know next expansion you know about Sylvanas right? I don't think we should say it on here, but
0: uh, can we yeah, can we throw a spoiler alert? Let's try a I don't think we ever, ever have spoilers in Azeroth the entire So we'll do a spoiler all right. you, you do yours first and I'll do mine
1: Well like uh, from what I hear Which I've purposely had been avoiding All the uh, all of the stuff on YouTube Up until recently I've just been so excited that I just can't stand it I need to watch something So um, so I kind of am a little misinformed But um My understanding is Sylvanas is going to be the new uh, Warchief
0: Hmm
1: someone was telling me that at work i haven't actually seen any confirmation anywhere i don't know this could this may be a non-spoiler because it could be wrong but if that's the case to me it's setting up for It's setting up for uh, a bigger story with with sylvanas maybe in the next expansion or in a later in a later patch in this expansion because you know there's a you know there's a lot they could do with sylvanas just you know because she's not really loyal to anybody other than herself and there's like there's so many different like you know, they could just have a windy story, you know, with Now, her. now
0: that Arthur's is gone, and the sky's the limit. Yeah. Now, but that ties into my spoiler, which is uh, Kin Varian dies at the start of Legion.
1: Yep. yep dies! Yep.
0: Which means that uh Anduin takes over as kin. And I'm with you, man. I think Sylvanus will kill... Will uh help Anduin kill Illidan and Gul'dan. And then be yeah. a point... And then be appointed and then assassinate uh Vol- Vol'jin or whatever his name is and become war chief.
1: Yeah, I think I think that um well something must happen to Voljin. I mean I don't yeah. know what I don't I don't know what happens, but I, something I'm throwing
0: mu- I'm throwing it out there. I think Sylvanas assassinates him behind the scenes.
1: I mean I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. The yeah. the book War Crimes gives you like a glimpse inside of her her because she's like the main part of the narrative. Mm. And um and uh, it's amazing, you know, like in, in war crimes She's plotting... She, she's basically trying to get her sister to help her kill um, Garage Hellscream. And it's under the agreement that her sister will be able to have asylum in the Undercity. But what her sister doesn't know is that is that she knows that in order for her to have asylum in the Undercity, she's going to have to kill her and then bring her back to life. And she's like, And, and she's like... And she's got kids... And I wouldn't want her kids to be without their mothers, so I'm going to kill them too and bring them back to life. <laughs> it's just like the, the, the you know like the 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 chapters it, it changes for the perspective the book does it keeps changing perspective. But whenever you're whenever you're listening to the inner thoughts of <laughs> of Sylvanus, it is just it's just full of all this like you know her way of reasoning, yeah. uh, you know. It, like backstabbing her her family—it's just crazy. It's crazy.
0: It sounds awesome. Sylvanas is awesome. She's uh, she's, she's, she's my just, favorite she just does character. Does not fuck
1: around. She'll I love Sylvanas, she and I love Bane. So that's why I don't know why I'm on I'm on the Alliance <laughs> side because my two favorite characters. Because Bane is great for the opposite reason. Bane is like just like you know he's the noble. Uh, I don't know what the alignment is, but he's like the the just. Uh, you know, he does all the right things for honorable he's, reasons. He's amazing. lawful good. He's lawful good, exactly. Yeah, Bane is like the ultimate lawful good, you know. Yeah, which which Anduin is too, kind of. So I mean, maybe maybe I'll grow to love the Alliance characters as much as I did. That's that's maybe that's what I'm doing is I'm I'm trying out the other side, seeing the other side of the story, and and see if I can fall in love with those characters yeah. the same way.
0: I quite like Anduin, uh, and then and Sylvanas is law, lawful evil for sure.
2: Maybe that's what Cap's doing.
0: Maybe that's what Cap's doing.
2: Switching to the other it's side, trying to the, other the other
1: side, way. yeah.
0: I'm going to pretend that you guys didn't say that. That's an absolute disgrace. I'm
2: talking about Hydra.
1: I felt like oh
0: sweet! I, oh, you talking about Hydra? Yes. You're not talking about his sexual orientation. No, I was talking oh, about Hydra. because no, uh, no. that threw me right. Off, that threw me right out of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, that was offensive on many levels. <laughs>
1: I, didn't even, I didn't even think of it that way. No, like I, I think that's what I'm doing is I'm trying out. I've I've done the sh- the the shield side. Now I'm trying out the Hydra side. That's what it feels like to me. Right,
0: thank God you clarified that because I was like, what? The <laughs> this? You just can't say that this day and age, my friends. Just can't say that.
2: I did some research for you between the Azarothian Times and uh, Cody Smith. What's his name? Yep. He is from Adelaide, Australia.
0: Oh, yeah. Australia's own nightcrawler.
1: <laughs> and and that character was invented by Anderson Anderson's own Dave Cochran.
0: That's right. Good old Dave Cochran. Look at the connections. Played yep. by an Australian, invented by a South South Carolinian,
1: uh, by by a Andersonian,
0: an Andersonian. Yeah. So Anderson Anderson's hit the big leagues. Dave Cochran, inventor of yeah. most of the good shit in X Men, and the Chad Black Panther w- himself.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Turned turn into a regular regular town now. See,
0: that's that's why we, that's why we're going there. It's become a travel destination.
2: We're
0: not moving to Adelaide, though. No, we're not moving to Adelaide. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to uh, Coming Soon. June 2nd, in Australian cinemas, we get Money Monster, which is George Clooney and uh, the pretty woman herself, Julia Roberts. And it looks like balls. I've got to tell you, this film looks terrible. It's basically about <laughs> a dude this, this dude who uh, loses all... It's basically, George Clooney plays like a... Uh, like a Fox News type anchor. show anchor yeah, who talks about financial shit. And uh, he recommends, you know, if he thinks a stock is going to be going to go good, he recommends it. And uh, this dude uh, takes his advice and invests all his money into this, you know, his, his life savings into this, into this thing, which then goes belly up, basically the complete opposite of what George Clooney's character says. And so the guy storms the the, uh, the studio and takes George Clooney hostage of, uh, some, a strap-on vest, bomb vest and stuff.
2: Of course. Because that's uh, what you would do.
0: And demands an explanation. And uh, then there's, you know, there's you know, twists and turns. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who actually wants to go see it. Um, uh, we also get Now You See Me 2, uh, which is uh, the magicians have, 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 have come back to clear their name.
2: No.
0: They get accused of some crap, and they come back to clear their names using magic. No. And the, you know... <laughs> The you me One was actually pretty boring, and but, I mean, one of the things I did like about it was that it actually it does actually try to it does use actual real magic tricks. Um, but the actual if the story is not good enough to sustain it, who gives a shit? I mean, you might as well just watch an actual magic show. Um, it is also notable for uh, no Isla, Isla Fisher. Was is that your it? Isla. Isla. Noella Fisher, because pregnant. she was pregnant at the time of filming. Oh, and,
2: she's too busy uh, doing banking ads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, the introduction is Daniel Radcliffe as a villain. Uh, we also get Queen of the Desert, Werner Herzog. The the legend that is Werner Herzog. Crazy bastard that he is. Directs Nicole Kidman. I haven't seen Nicole Kidman in a film for ages. Mainly because I don't care. Um, <laughs> as British explorer and archaeologist Gertrude Bell. There you go. An important and powerful woman being portrayed by Nicole Kidman. Is <laughs> well, that what like supposed that? to mean? Is like
2: that? <laughs> In today's society, she is an important and powerful woman. Really? Yeah, but you
0: got the joke, right? Gertrude I, Bell. I someone of importance. I did. Betrayed by. You get it? You did, got it? Yeah? I get it, I get it? I don't have to explain it? No. Okay, cool. Good.
2: Well, that's funnier when you do explain it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mansplaining. I'm mansplaining <laughs> it to you. I'm mansplaining my own joke.
2: <laughs> I think mansplaining is actually a sexist term. Oh,
0: fucking no! Okay. I, it's, it's incredibly offensive.
2: Oh, I, I, I understand you don't want to be patronized to, um, but you don't patronize someone back for doing it.
0: Yeah. You don't fight. He don't fight intolerance with intolerance. <laughs> anyway, Uh Bo, in America. Uh,
1: in America, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows, which uh, I didn't even realize. Uh, My, I've been living under a rock. I didn't even realize they were doing another Ninja Turtle movie. Have you not seen the trailer? <laughs> no, the trailer is I...
0: hilarious. You actually, you guys actually get that a week before us. We don't get it till June nine. But you get, you've got to see the trailer just for the ridiculousness of it. All right, uh, Michael Bay. I don't know what it is, but he's so in love with. Um, what's her face? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. <laughs> so yeah. They've actually, actually gone there, dude. They've actually got a scene where Megan Fox's character is wearing a schoolgirl outfit. Ah. Uh, and I'm like, you might as well just make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle porno and just be done with it. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah that's, so it's, it's, it's the sequel to it, that Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It would
1: probably be a lot better. <laughs>
0: yeah, it probably would be more entertaining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, pop star never stop never stopping
0: <laughs> what? Is that the full <laughs> title
1: yeah it's uh pop star colon never stop never stopping what the fuck and uh <laughs> <laughs> it is uh it looks like it's like a behind the scenes kind of documentary style uh, movie about the uh the lonely island which is that oh, um yeah. you know they do all the youtube uh gotcha. stuff i'm on a boat that, those guys <laughs>
0: i'm on a boat I'm on a horse. <laughs> I'm on a motherfucking boat! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is a... <laughs> I'm riding a
2: dolphin. Let's not singing any other of your favorites.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Is that it? That's it? Is that all you get? That's it? That's a bad choice. That's you won't be going to the movies yeah, this week.
1: No, everybody's saving their money for June 10th whenever Warcraft comes
2: out. That's some So, when do you things. get
1: Warcraft? June 10th? June 10th, yeah. We don't get it till June 16th. Oh, that's bullshit! I am definitely I'm I was I'm gonna call Regal tomorrow and find out when the <laughs> first showing is.
0: Is that the local cinema, Regal?
1: Yeah, that's the one that's giving out the the copies yeah. of the game.
0: I know, but is that your local cinema?
1: It is. Yeah, okay. we've got a Regal and a Starlight in town, and and um, I like the Regal over the Starlight anyway, so it works cool. out.
0: There you go. Well, that's it for one ninety-seven. It's been an exciting episode. Well, at least I was excited in, uh, probably inappropriate ways, but, uh, that's okay. I'm in the privacy of my own home. Hope you enjoyed it. We definitely did. Look, stay tuned for, uh, episode 198. And if you haven't already listened to it, which I'll, I'll be shocked and appalled if you haven't, but if you haven't listened to uh, episode 196, please do so. It has, uh, my interview with, uh, Milo Cawthorn and, uh. It's probably one of my favourite interviews. That dude was an absolute legend. Uh, Check it out. He was a champion. And uh, I recommend Blood Punch and (laughs) Deathgasm. So if you're looking for some films to watch, Deathgasm and Blood Punch are the ones to go for.
2: That's it for me and the crew. Crystal. The internet has spoken. And Bo. You know we're living in a society. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to NCP. Thank you for being a part of our crew. If you would like to support the show, you can use the Amazon widget on our website to do your Amazon shopping. If you have any feedback, please go to nerdculturepodcast.com forward slash contact us where you will find a list of the many different ways you can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.